Welcome to Bonus Cast, the Brandon Sanderson Bonus Cast. <laughs> we're a bunch of. This is a bonus cast. Shut up. Uh, we're a bunch of mega fans giving you the news discussion and, of course, a whole lot of things about Brandon's works and the Cosmere. I'm Eric. Bonus opinions. Bonus opinions. <laughs> uh, I'm Eric, and joining me is Ian. Uh, hello, I am Weary Writer. And Eric did not warn us that this was a. He was going to say that and no. not Shardcast. No. And it threw me for a loop. Yeah. Oh, I mean, people who watched the thing on the new Rhythm of War chapter, they there were comments that was like, I usually say the intro with Eric. What do I, what do, I do? And I like that because Grace was like 10 out of 10 excited to do that intro. I was like, okay, we got to lower this volume level because people get upset when I did that. So also joining me is Evgeny. Hi, I am Argent, and I don't have anything interesting on my desk today. Cool. Except. Oh. <laughs> for this pen. Cool. Also joining oh. us. Yes. Do you want I to do the I was planning thing? on showing off cards from Stormlight Call to Adventure, oh. but yeah. I did not plan for that. So. Yeah, and also you're super pixely, so that doesn't work, really. Yeah. That's okay. Well, we'll do it sometime. Uh, we, we, got, we got tons of time. Yeah. Uh, also joining us is Joshua, and you seem like you're in a closet. It's true. Um, I am in a closet, but do not be alarmed. It's probably the size of a dorm room. Um, it's not a Harry Potter situation, so we're good. <laughs> I was like, send help. It's like, are you recording in a closet? Yeah, but it's yeah. a big closet. It's like, oh, okay then. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, I mean, that it's bigger than some bedrooms that I've lived in. Okay, that's so. It's not a closet; alarming. it's a recording studio. Mm. We we moved here in May, and this this closet was a selling point. So, look, if it is I mean, a giant closet, I'm I'm down. That's that's true. Now you just need to put up acoustic foam. Yeah, well, we've got there's clothes. There's a whole there's a whole. Array. Oh, clothes I mean, are clothes me. are really good for that. That that is yeah, true. See? That's, that's what true. I figured. Yeah, clothes is really really good. Well, a lot of voice actors they do record in closets for exactly mm -hmm. that reason. Go. So as much as I'm making fun because it's funny, uh, it's totally true because clothes, uh, you know, absorb the sound really well. Uh, I'm Chaos, and today we're doing a news episode because there's new stuff. And what we're going to talk about is we have some urgent news that we know the title of the novella that's happening before Rhythm of War. And the title is... Don Shard! Yeah! Yep. So, Brandon... You said we would be excited about the title. Uh, that's why we're recording this. I am excited. Can delivered. confirm. And it's, it's, it's a very exciting title. That is a very exciting title. So, so we're gonna do a little bit of recap of Don Shard, and by that we, like, Talk about like the two things we know about Don Charts. Uh, uh, excuse me, I think there are three things. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Back, back <laughs> off. Uh, so this novella is going to have Rissen. There's always going to be the Rissen novella. And Brandon Lung called it Wandersail. But he didn't mm -hmm. really. He's been talking on the recent streams how he didn't really like the name Wandersail because it didn't really have anything to do with uh, Hoyd's story in Way of Kings. Uh, yeah, though it, it was named for her ship. Right. Which was a reference to Hoyt's story, but... Right, and Brandon's just like, well, that's just not what the story's about. 
And so I should name it what the story's about. And apparently it's about Don Shard. So I was apparently. like, all right. One, one Don what, Shard. Do, oh, sorry. Don Shard singular. <laughs> sorry. Only no, one Edge Dancer in Edge Dancer. One uh, thing. So, and one thing we also knew was that it was going to be going to Amia. Mm-hmm. Yep. And if we show on the uh, screen here, I'll show the, the cover here. So we uh, can also talk about the five times AMEO is mentioned. Oh, yeah, yeah. We'll do that, too. <laughs> uh, <laughs> doubling the content. Whoa, doubling the content on this episode. I, I imagine this will be a shorter one because this is coming out a week before the other one. But yeah, or the week after whatever. Uh, but I think people think that the cover represents a Larkin. Yeah. yeah. Was, uh, was that confirmed? I think it was. I, I don't think it, it's been confirmed not. by Dragonsteel, but okay. it, that looks I, like a Larkin. Yeah. So. He might have said it on the live stream that it's a Larkin. I don't remember. Maybe Isaac. I don't I, I don't remember a Larkin mentioned. But yeah. like it, it, it what else is it gonna be? Yeah. I mean Rissen has a Larkin and we know what the Larkins come from Amia. Ooh, we could talk about the scouring of Amia, all two things we know about that. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> Maybe we'll actually learn something about it. And my joke with the novellas is that all the novellas are going to be about Amia. Because really, Edge Dancer, we got the Sleepless, which is a big reveal, right? Like, I that, never thought we would true. get that in Edge Dancer. So now we're yeah. doing more Amia. Uh, I don't know how the the other novella, Horn Eater, is going to be related to Amia. But, like, there could be, like, a Sleepless there or something at the Horn Eater Peaks. Sure. Brandon did say no, Axie's the collector shows up because he's studying spread. Horde ears oh, have a special easy. connection to spread. Nailed obviously. it. Nailed it. Perfect. Sure, why not? I mean, we haven't seen Axie's in a really long time. Presumably, we will see him again. I think the last time we saw him was on 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 the Taina on the yeah on the Rashi Isles yeah, on the Isles with yeah. with Risen. <laughs> yeah, where where she got her Larkin. Yeah. Like he was mentioned in Oathbringer during one of um Yasna's yeah. converse Spanweed conversations with the mm. other Aristotelians. Mm -hmm. Hasn't like haven't had like had a scene. Uh so easy, nailed and it. So I was reading it last night. Uh Risen's interlude is it after part one, I think, in Wave Kings or whatever no no wherever it is. I mean it it's paired with it's pa Axie's Axie's um, the interludes are after part one right next to each other and then axes and risen show up in the same interlude so i've got like this conspiracy maybe their stories are related okay what if axes is gonna be at amia in dawn shard easy go maybe check in back home and see how things are going i mean i like this if you're going to a new place you often try to get a guide familiar with the area and Rissen knows and, axes hey, you're that one creepy guy that i met that one time yeah I'll yeah trust you. and 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 you would probably you would probably want to get that one instead of like some weird cook lady who poisons your food and leads you to your demise hey look that person was a, a, a great character <laughs> <laughs> so we're talking about the Kaza interlude there where uh mm -hmm. Kaza the Soulcaster they they tried to go to Akana and which is in Amia it it's an mm -hmm. Oathgate city and uh the sleepless kills everyone there and 
Kaza wonders why and is just says, look, if I told you there would be people who could take these secrets there and that could destroy the world. So, no, I'm not going to do that. Bye. So that's a thing. So there's some there's some secrets in Amia that could destroy the world. Fun. Oh, and I I alluded to this, but Brandon said that uh, after Rhythm of War, but before Stormlight 5, there'll be a rock novella that is going to be called Horn Eater. Uh, And before we explicitly knew that the one before Rhythm of War was going to be Risen, he kind of like was he brought up rock uh, a few times. So I just wanted to make that clear to listeners. Cool. Well, where, where should we start? Should we start with Dawn Shards? Well, let's talk about Amia first. Well, wait, maybe before that, Brandon talked on the live stream about another character that could, might be in this novella. Uh, right. So there is a, a maybe on a Lopen secondary POV. Uh, that is definitely a maybe. Uh, Brandon says he needs to figure out how the how the viewpoints are going to work out. So um, we don't know whether Risen is going to be joined by anyone else. So if if Lopen is in fact the additional character who gets a POV, we don't know whether he's going to be with her going to Amia or whether there's like a parallel story going on. Um, I would think so for a novella. Perhaps, yeah. It's hard for me to imagine a novella with like two unrelated storylines. Oh, right. Yes, yes. I agree. Yeah, Yeah, they have to be related. Uh, I mean, maybe, maybe there are like thematic parallels. Maybe they meet up at some point. Like, I all I'm saying is I don't know that she's going to get on her ship, and there will be a lope in there. Look, if. There's no faster way for me to hate the story than if we get Lopen stuff and he's not in Amia and then there's oh, interesting man. Amia stuff. Like I I can like barely tolerate Lopen as it is. Like he can be sometimes funny, but like it's also somewhat annoying sometimes. So he better be on the trip to Amia, or else I will not be happy of just like, hey, Lopen's doing crazy things back in your heroes. <laughs> like, oh my god. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think they, they have to be together. Otherwise, it like, like it, it is a novella. Like, it's not going to be. It, they they need to be together. Like, like I mean, and it makes sense because sure. now it's not that confirmed. it's Phelan is that that's like with our our group mm-hmm. of uh characters and stuff thalena and so it makes sense that like windrunners would like guard someone important i I don't know why risen well i mean if they're going to amia like that would have usages overall right oh you know you know what might be happening so i wonder if if dalinar decides to send an expedition to amia to secure the Ulfgate. That's like totally reasonable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and this, the same way he's been sending Windrunners to Alethkar and to Thalena to secure the gates, now he sends a budget Windrunner. Well, I guess... Budget Windrunner. Well, he's, he's, he's sworn some ideals. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, as, as, as much as I hate on him, he actually has a Spren and has sworn the first or sorry if you listeners you like lopen i mean lopen (laughs) lopen is fine like it's a standard brandon comic relief thing that if 
you're into that, uh, into the character and you find him funny, it's great. If not, like it's r- annoying, right? Like some people are annoyed with Shalon. I don't know. Yeah, I like Lupin more than Wayne. Oh, yeah, well, that's the yeah, that, that that's true. I, I, I would agree. Like, I would agree. With don't that. get me wrong. I like both of them. It's just sometimes they. They're a bit much. They're a bit much. Right, right. So I think that's totally reasonable for like Dalnar to send people to secure an mm-hmm. oath gate. Um, like that, that makes a lot of sense. You don't want that to fall in the hands of uh, the enemy, right? So you would immediately try and go there. And Amia, at least at the end of Oathbringer, like we really, it, it doesn't seem like the fused are going there. There's no mention of that. So it could be a yeah. source of allies, maybe, is what Dalna is thinking. Or, or at least a tactical, hey, we are now on the westernmost yeah. point of Roshar. Like, we can't get ambushed from further west, or we can get surrounded or anything like yep. that. Yeah, they controlled the westernmost and the easternmost oath gates. Because Narok is the easternmost. Oh, right. Yeah. Right. I was like, you're totally right. I, I agree. Uh, Having so that, quick that's... access to the, to the west coast would certainly help, like, mm-hmm. I don't know, to be able to control the seas that are there. If you're trying to yeah. go do something with Shinovar, then you have a place yeah. to strike. And like and, even attacking uh, Odium's series. very strategic. Odium's forces hold uh, the the top left of yep. the map. Yep, yep. Eerie and so, stuff like that. Yep. Getting yeah. getting an additional access point there is nice. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so I think I, that that's actually a very sensible reason for a Windrunner to show up, and uh, we don't. We have no idea when this novella is going to happen in like the time jump, right? Because we we have we have a big time jump between Oathbringer mm-hmm. and Rhythm of War, if you recall, uh, right? So About we have a, a year. year, yeah. So year. Yeah. it's probably not going to be like right after Oathbringer, like maybe in the middle. I don't know. We do know that it's going to be in the time jump, however. Yeah. Well, yeah, that, yeah, that makes sense because Rhythm of War also has a recent interlude. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. What and, did Brandon say about that on the live stream? And Brandon says that somehow the interlude doesn't spoil the novella, although people who have read the novella will appreciate the interlude uh, more, presumably because of like vague references. And he said it was a strange interlude? Like He said it was a different sort yeah. of recent interlude, in a, in a sense, yeah. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I don't yeah, know what but, that means. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which... It taking place during the break it does set it apart from Edge Dancer, which overlaps with the end of Words of Radiance, technically. Yeah, true. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. a little bit. Yep, totally. When he when he said that it was a strange interlude, I I wondered if I was just trying to like brainstorm like what is that? What could that possibly mean? I wondered oh, if it, it was a risen flashback, which would give him a, a way to not spoil. Mm. But I don't yeah, know. huh? Wild wild thought. Oh, what if? So, what if the novella shows us Risen like in Amia doing recent things, doing Don Shardy things, and then the interlude flashes back to an earlier segment in her journey where, let's say, she met some people that are referenced in the novella, and they, or, or maybe they're not, or whatever, but like. Mm-hmm. With the knowledge of the novella, these people or these places that she's visited or met before, like in the flashback, 
are now doubly interesting. But without the novella, it's just some interesting people and places that she's met. Mm-hmm. Could be. Ah, <sighs> it's weird though because I really like the recent interlude in Oathbringer because it was very relevant. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this makes it sound like it may not be like I just don't know what a strange interlude means for Rhythm of War, yeah. right? Like, what yeah. does that mean? Oh. I do like the flashback idea. The idea I had was some kind of a memoir or a retelling of her journey mm-hmm. to Amia. And um, that's that's a good point because this novella is. Brandon said he's he's going to be writing it uh, the Monday after we record, so uh, the Monday prior to this coming out. And he's expecting it to be done mid-October. That's a really narrow time between uh, the release of the novella and Rhythm of War. Most people are probably yeah. not going to have read this uh, this novella, right? Yeah. Like, it, yeah, it's, only Kickstarter people. Yeah, so... Oh, yeah, that too. That too. There's no audiobook at, at release. There's no audiobook, which for a lot of people, that's going to be kind of a right. Um, so I, I just so I just wonder what the Rissen interlude and how the events of this will will like tie in uh, without, you know. It's probably going to be closer to like the first recent interludes where she's just off somewhere doing her own thing. Mm. Or she's just doing cool things with Don shards. Sure. Yeah. She world hops away. Like she goes <laughs> to Nolfis and has to deal with Nolfian customs. Sure. And, and that's, and that's the interlude. Yeah. It's after, it's <laughs> after she gets a Don shard, but she's going through Nolfian customs and they're like, Hey, do you remember this, uh, Vivenna person? Can you go find them? I was like, sure. I'll head on back. That's what it is. And so you, you, yeah, easy. I that would that won't be jarring at all. Definitely stop her over a dawn shard. I mean, <laughs> like you that's don't know. something you got to declare. <laughs> yeah, definitely. But they don't. But does do Nalvian customs even know what a dawn shard is? I'm that's guessing culta, not cultivation, endowment does. Why don't we talk you about thing, you? You put that thing on the investiture X-ray thing going through. <laughs> ah, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. It, you, you, they have the sand detectors, you know. Uh, in yeah. the Nalthian customs, it's like, whoa, that's a lot of investiture. <laughs> you know, the white sand, right? To tax investiture and stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Hoyd in the. Yeah. Had a jar in, in Kolinar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah you just got a bunch of that. And then that, that's, that's your extra. Uh, it's like, whoa, buddy. Uh, so, speaking of that, why don't we talk about what Don Shards are with uh, what little we know? Because we don't know. That's why we're not talking about it. My favorite part about the reveal of this title is that so many people googled Donchard (laughs) that it broke the copper mind for a bit on the Donchard article. By the way, our Donchard article is actually really good for what we know. uh, And it will be horrendously out of date when this comes out. So, yay! Yeah. And there was a segment of before we had the live stream people were like oh like it's a fake out title we're not actually no. going to learn anything about don shards and then brandon's like you will learn about don shards <laughs> i don't think brandon uh does troll titles like that that is no. not a thing that he has done like if he says the title's this it will can i don't know if we'll like get a don shard 
Agreed. But we will learn a non-zero amount about Don Shards. That I am mm-hmm. confident about. Yes. Right? Because mm-hmm. it will, like, or at least, like, we will, like, see one maybe broken or something and, like, learn, like, some of the effects, like, in Amy or so, like, something like that. Like, it might not be, like, or, Risen gets one. But. Yeah. Yeah. Or, like, somebody's going to tell us what they're all about. Um, although, I, I would expect some more, like, tangible remnants of, of that. Like, I, I, I don't want Risen to go to Amia and just, like, find a journal. I don't know. Let's talk about what Don Shards are. So, yep. one of our first instances was in Yasna's notes in the poem of Ista, where it says, Taking the Don Shard, known to bind any creature, voidish or mortal. Voidish, not capitalized, interesting. Uh, he crawled up the steps crafted for heralds, 10 strides tall apiece, toward the Grand Temple above. And Yasna is saying, I have no modern explanation for what these Dawn Shards are. They seem ignored by scholars, though talk of them was obviously prevalent among those recording the early mythologies. So that's one reference. I think it's one of those things where, like, everyone knew what the Dawn Shards were, so nobody explained what they were. Right, right. It's like, in writing now... If, like, we had the apocalypse and people are like, what the hell's a computer? What's a phone? It's like, we all know what phones are, right? Like, we don't need to explain. Oh, yes, a computer is a blah, 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 blah. Like, no one says yeah. that, right? Or, like, it, ancient Egypt had a trading partner that is referenced. Oh, right, like, yeah. All, like, all the time. Like, we have no idea where it was because no one ever thought to, like, write that information it was so down obvious. because everyone knew where it was. That's, that's, that's really funny. Second instance is when Honor at the end of Way of Kings is like, yeah, man, without the Dawn Shards, I don't know how you're going to fight Odium. It's like they're inaccessible in some ways. Like Honor couldn't know of them, which is interesting because we know like Honor. Yeah, like died a little bit after the Recreants. We don't know exactly when, but he was dying during the Recreants that kind of caused uh he was, was going insane. He was going insane. Like the Stormfather references that he is he was dying at that time. Mm-hmm. With those last nights. Um, um let me let me do this paragraph because I think there are like maybe there is some phrasing around Let's do it. what what Honor says that's irrelevant here. Uh so I wish I could do more. You might be able to get him Odium to choose a champion. He's bound by some rules. All of us are obviously talking about the shards. Yep. A champion could work well for you, but it is not certain. And without the dawn shards, well, I have done what I can. It's a terrible, terrible thing to leave you alone. I, I love that chapter. It's such a good chapter. <laughs> so it is possible that he's talking about. So it is possible that the dawn shards could have helped in the fight against Odium in yeah. some way. Or it is also possible that they could have aided the champion that got elected. Oh, interesting. In the fight against Odium. Sure, right. Because like yeah. he's all he's all talking about like the, the yeah. champion. So that, that's we don't, what we don't know if he switches yeah. Uh, yeah. thoughts halfway there. So the last 
mention we have of them is in Oathbringer, chapter 113, where the Stormfather is talking. But in the days leading to the recreants, Honor was dying. When that generation of knights learned the truth, Honor did not support them. He raved, speaking of the Dawn Shards, ancient weapons used to destroy the Trinkline Halls. Honor promised that Surge Binders would do the same to Roshar. That's interesting for several reasons, in that... A, the Dawn Shards were on Ashen at some point, so mm-hmm. guess that's the Dawn part of uh, that. Uh. Yeah, most most things with Dawn, because like Dawn Singers were not Ashen, so, so Dawn is really like the Dawn of Time type of thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but interesting that Honor, at least the time of his death, he's promising that Surge Binders would destroy Roshar. He's not promising that the Dawn Shards were would right in a yes. sense which is interesting i which i think implies that the dawn shards are related to surge binding in some way like maybe maybe you need to be a surge binder to make use of a dawn shard mm-hmm. would they like use the surges in like an extreme way or something yeah maybe maybe they like super super charge the surges or maybe they are weapons that can only be unlocked with surges mm-hmm or they might be mega fabrials, like mega fab. Wouldn't the title of the novella be so much better if it was just mega fabrial? <laughs> That'd be great. I believe I've seen the theory that like the dawn shards were used in the creation of like of surge binding fabrials, like soul casters or the oath gates. Yeah, because they don't seem to operate on the same principles as modern fabrials. Right. Where yeah. you capture a spread and all of that fun yeah, stuff. Yeah, it's, it's different in some way. Uh, I think another common theory is that uh, that a Dawn Shard was used in breaking the Shatter Plains uh, like a very mm-hmm. powerful object. Because we know the Fuse didn't. Yep. The listener songs say our gods did not shatter these lands. Mm-hmm. So I, there's not a lot of... Uh, candidates like a Dawn Shard's good unless it was like a big conflict with like like honor and odium like maybe i don't know but so another thing i i don't know i just when we did the history of rashar podcast we talked about um we talked about the dawn shard we wondered if the dawn shards were used to create the dawn cities in some sure way. uh mm-hmm. there's like a lot of i don't know stuff about it was tied to the shattered planes there's stuff about them like causing like rhythms and sounds and vibrations and uh mm-hmm. playing into the whole dawn naming scheme yep um mm-hmm. i don't know it was a theory. Yeah, I, I I think that is a uh reasonable thing to uh think. Ian, you mentioned the uh they're using like creating fabrials, right? Yeah, I we, we didn't talk about as, where yeah, that I, came I, from. Cause that did you talk about we didn't say where that came from, did we? That because that was Kaza's interlude where she was going to Akina because she was trying to like find help with her soulcaster right because that's, that's where true. they said like soulcasters are made yes yeah that is true yeah. yeah they were they were made um, at akana mm-hmm. yep and i and i think that is a big like cornerstone of uh of a theory jebus had around the time of all oh yeah which which was along these lines right that mm-hmm. don shards are or at least a don shard is in amia 
and is being used to manufacture, or at least was being used to manufacture soul casters. Speaking of, Ben actually sent me a thing that he wanted to say because he wouldn't, because he wasn't going to be able to be on this episode. So I'm going to go read that. What's up? It's ya boy Jeebus here. Uh, I'm sure these guys will cover most of the rest of the facts, but here's the rundown of why I'm pumped. Amy is said to contain a secret that will destroy worlds. Honor said the Dawn Shards were used to destroy Ashen. Ergo, if a Dawn Shard was hidden on Amia, it would be a secret that could destroy worlds. Sure. Uh, if they weren't used in the scouring of Amia, we do got to talk about that, I'd be surprised. And finally, I think there were 10 in the past, nine got turned into the unmade, and the final one, potentially the one unrelating, uh, potentially the one relating to adhesion, which would potentially was used to create ancient soul casters like Fabrials and Oathgates, is the one left in Amia. If I'm wrong, blame Eric because he's, uh, the one who read this. So if I'm right, suck it, fools. Thanks, Ben. Uh, you're welcome. <laughs> wow. I, I read the whole thing. Um, I, I think his thought with the adhesion was a connection. The thing about binding. Uh, yeah, the spiritual connection used stuff. Used to binding, you know, bind voyage. Yeah, yeah, spiritual uh, adhesion. Yeah. Yeah, because uh, that's, that's, that's what Dalnar's that's power is, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I don't know how I feel about the, the unmade. Yeah, David um, wanted me to say there. on the show that he strongly disagrees with that idea, that the Dawn Shards <laughs> came um, into the Unmade. And I'm actually on the episode so I can voice my fond bel- uh, belief in this theory. I I really want them to be the Unmade. I just, uh, I like the theory. Guys, what if? Why? What if they I go now? <laughs> what if they go to Amia? Here, here's a hot take that makes no sense. All right, are you ready? Mm-hmm. They go to Amia, and you know who they meet? Baedo Mishram. Baedo Mishram. Mm-hmm. I was going to make this joke. Oh, but great. I'm glad you're the one to make Fantastic. it. Fantastic. Yes. Uh, so I think that's plausible, you know? I mean, it's really not at all, but like if the unmade are related to Dawn Shards, then we, we might learn something about that. Maybe. It's not but, unreasonable. But, uh,. Yeah, what what's going on with the scouring of Amia? What do we know about the scouring of Amia? Everything there died. <laughs> like it was about like murdering a bunch of great shells because Dalinar remembers the scouring, right? And well, I th- I think there was a war over the the these great shells because mm-hmm. it's like because uh, it there's a comment about the chasm fiends where it's like we thought the the lanceran of amia were the last great shells to create gem hearts of this size right yep yeah yep, so, yep, yep. Like, there was a conflict over control over the lanceran which ultimately resulted in all the lanceran dying so and hesse thinks that uh maybe Diagonarthus had something to do with the scouring Unmade, connected to There we go. Easy. We will meet Diagonarthus and Vitamishram. Easy. Maybe. Maybe. That's one of her her final epigraphs, though, where she's like, I have no idea what I'm talking about. This is my wild speculation. Look. Diagonarthus is the random unmade we don't know about. Like, 
if Diagon Artist shows up in Dawn Shard, I'm going to be very happy. I, oh, oh I, I totally will. I don't think Biodomishroom's actually going to be there, but like mm-hmm. Diagon Arthas, we know nothing about. We didn't know anything about the Sleepless before uh, Edge Dancer, other than like the mysterious people who wrote the backs of the books. Uh, mm-hmm. Right? And I mean, we didn't even know they were called the Sleepless. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, we should probably talk <laughs> we about didn't know They were made of hordling and were terrifying. Yeah. Yeah, we didn't know a lot of those things. Uh, I'm still surprised Brandon did that in so early in the series. But, I'm surprised we're getting Dawn Shards. At yeah, this seriously. Point. Yeah. Seriously. Like, ha, oh, geez. I thought that was after book five stuff. Oh, yeah. Me too. Maybe book five. Me yeah, too. Absolutely. So uh, we didn't mention, like, timeline wise, the scouring was in the, the recent past, but not, not within the lifetime of the characters. Um, but yeah, within the last couple hundred years, somewhere within that time frame. Yeah. yeah, my my impression is a few generations, like two, three, maybe four generations. That type of type of timeline. Yeah. yeah. Uh So that is very interesting. Um, and I, I definitely want to know more about the scouring. Like I've always wanted to know more about the the scouring of Avia. We've um, got to find out more, right? Wouldn't you think in this novella? Like we have to. to go there and like, even if it's just, I don't know, a, a clue, like you can't be there and not like have some kind of like indication of why it is the way it is and what happened there. Perhaps. I think it would be unsatisfying if we didn't get anything. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's, there's uh, a lark and uh, presumably on the cover. So I, I would like to know. And, Look, if we get to be in Amia and not instantly die, that'd be great. I'm I'm into that. So we we can't know less than we already know, right? Mm-hmm. We it can't know less. So oh boy. So here's a a wild theory that's I mean it's been bouncing around in my mind. It's interesting to me that Honor seems to think that the Dawn shards are at least inaccessible. They're either gone or inaccessible. Sometime shortly or after the raid. for the enemy. Yeah, well, or, or, or working that. for the enemy. I mean, that would make them um, inaccessible. Inaccessible. <laughs> so, so he, so Honor thought that they were not accessible in some way. Sometime shortly after the recreants. The scouring happened way after that. Yep. Right? Yes. So I guess I'm just wondering what, um, if there's a Dawn Shard in Aemea, why did Honor not know about it? Well, it, um, it well, might it have... is. Go ahead. It is possible that at the time of the recreants, they were all unavailable for whatever reason. And then over the course of time, one of them got awakened, repaired, powered up, rediscovered. Yeah. Yeah. Because I had we we did a episode about Amia and the Dawn Shards a while yes. ago. Yes, it'll it'll be uh it'll be in the description and be one of the things on the the end plate uh before video uh well mm-hmm. it has to be at the end uh Argent it can't be in the middle yeah. um <laughs> it, it will not be right now. There we tossed out the idea that the Amians were in on the scouring. Oh, and right. Like, yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah. Like to protect 
the Dawn Shard that was mm. located there. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember that yeah. now. So that that was kind of that's what I was kind of wondering is mm-hmm. did I'm wondering if the Amians um, hid one of the Dawn Shards mm-hmm. for for some reason, um, and they were able to successfully hide it and make Honor think that it was gone somehow, mm-hmm. and then somebody maybe got a little bit too close to stumbling upon the fact that it was there sometime in the not too distant past. And so that's when the scouring happened is the Amian said, we got it. Like they're getting too close to figuring out that this is here. We got to like clear this place out to yeah. keep the secret. It's just so weird. weird. Like, cause we have two races of weird people, the Sia Amians and the sleepless mm-hmm. on Amia. And Amia was one of the silver kingdoms. <laughs> What? Yeah. yeah. But I mean, so, so was Eerie, and there are also aliens there. Okay, I mean, that's, that's a good point. They're human aliens. <laughs> they, they're still human. <laughs> that, true. They, uh, they're no more alien than like the rest of the humans on Roshar. It, they're relatively alien. It's un. <laughs> it doesn't seem clear that either the Sia or the Sleepless are native to Roshar. Mm. True. Uh, and it's just learning anything about that, I will love. Because, like, what is going on there? I have no idea. When did they come there? Uh, by Why the way, did they come? So, Axes was one of the Sia. Uh, they have a thing called the Curse of Kind. <laughs> Deep mentioned lore. exactly once no said to be bad context, luck no details and brandon like was asked about it on a stream and he was he was surprised someone remembered it and i was like wow <laughs> i totally forgot about that mm-hmm. I'm, but I'm, like the curse of kind like is something it is something yeah, yeah no it, it totally is yeah yeah it mm-hmm. totally is um and his shadow goes the wrong way like mm. they do in yeah. the cognitive realm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and we don't know whether these two are related. Isn't hey, mm. isn't there so you know, you know, in the prologue of Words of Radiance yep. mm-hmm. when um Yasna's shadow was was acting out for the first time. <laughs> didn't she say something about um like bad luck or or something to that effect like it's a it's a bad omen for her shadow to do that i wasn't there something like that let's find out i'm research break elevator music (laughs) can we keep the segment but like speed it up to 10x i mean feather could (laughs) she's editing this so yeah. Um, <laughs> it might happen now that you said superstitious that. folk tales she'd read said that misbehaving shadows meant that you were cursed. Uh, she usually oh, dismissed oh, such things as call. nonsense, but some superstitions were rooted in fact. Her other experiences proved that. She would need to investigate oh. further. Cursed by kind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I definitely think kind. it's it's their memories of the curse of kind that uh, have yeah persisted. 
What we know nothing about the curse. So of there's, an actual, there's an actual some kind of curse thing associated with that, and it, it turned into myths that that Yasna has has since. Read. Which is possible, yeah. So my my question then becomes: Is do we think this is an attribute of all Sia Amians, or is this something more unique? I don't to think we know beast. enough. We know so this little. I would, I, I would wow, think that it think? is a more general concept because if it's just like a, oh, this is a thing that the Amian, that the Sia Amians experience is just like, it's part of their nature. Like, why would you give a name to it? So yeah. it does seem special. Well, Maybe I mean, I, why, I mean, why would you, why would I'm you have like, but... why, why would you have the rank of truthless in ancient society? I, I love when we bring up other things we don't know about to talk about other things we don't know about. That's that's I, I, my favorite. It's like, well, you know, about the curse of kind. What if we talk about the history of truthless? We know just <laughs> about as much. That's where we're at right now. <laughs> well, because like, like not everyone in Shin society are is truthless. So like yeah, you yeah. have to have a name to send it right. apart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. And so we don't know whether everyone who's a Sia Amian. It has this kind of curse. Oh, I remember the context in the live stream. Brandon, it was someone asking about who would you not want to be around? And like someone mentioned Axes and Brandon's like, oh yeah, you wouldn't want to be around Axes because he has the curse of kind. And Brandon just rattled that off instantly. Uh. And we're like, the curse of kind? What? Because <laughs> like, I think almost everyone forgot because it's mentioned in Way of Kings in his interlude once ever. Yeah. We don't know anything about it. <sighs> yeah, no, I, I, I wonder if it's, I wonder if it's somehow related to like, because the Sia are maybe ancestors of the Natan people. Hmm. Right, because they're blue. Because they're blue, yeah. <laughs> I mean, in the same <laughs> way, like partial ancestors, yes. Yeah, because, yes. yeah. Yes. Yeah, because they we, um, we know that they created hybrid offspring, so I think that's it's yeah. not confirmed. And but. and I, I I guess what I'm trying to grasp at is not even straw because because we don't have straws in this, but like <laughs> there's weird Shadesmar cognitive realm stuff going on with axes at yes. least yes uh, with with the opposite shadows and then. The, the whole tie-in with Yasna and superstitions and bad luck, uh, where we also see the shadows do the same thing. And we also have um among the 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 horn eaters, we have people who are able to also interact a little bit more with the cognitive realm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, such as Rock, who's able to see Sprint. Yes. And we now know his daughter, Cord. And and so I like I, I wonder if there's this like essentially condition that is that is present on Roshar in different people that maybe manifests in different ways, but in in all instances kind of gives you a closer connection to Shadesmar. Kind I, of I think rock and like cord, <laughs> their connection has more to do with like the horn eaters have singer blood singers are more connected to the cognitive realm and also they live next to a perpendicularity 
Sure, but all of these could be symptoms of the same bigger, more overarching thing. So like maybe all of the singers have have some of that that mm-hmm. only some of the Sia Amians do. Now ob- obviously singer shadows don't point the wrong way as far as we know. Um but like we we, we could be looking at different appendages of the same cognitive monster concept theory idea. I I have a really hot take that I think is dumb and wrong. Perfect. Now you have excellent. It it will fit right in. Well, because I know it's well. Basically, the hot take is that Yasna has the curse of kind. Whoa, I I don't think this is true, but uh, oh, the lunacy. Ooh. (laughs) Okay, maybe I'm liking this a little more. (laughs) But like, Yasna wouldn't know about this. But I I was just I was just reading the the Sia Amian page right, and it it was saying how like. Oh well, you know the shadows going in the opposite way is a connection of the cognitive realm, right? Mm-hmm. But yep. like, if the stories about the shadows going the wrong way is coming from the Sia and the Curse of Kind, like there could be something there, maybe. But it's probably mm-hmm. just her becoming an else caller. But with the lunacy, that's that's an interesting point. I like this. I also had a hot take I wanted to show. Oh, let's do... This is... We're like... We don't need rails today. Yeah. Well, um, so before before we do the next hot take, okay. just want to address this one real quick. Okay, sure. The, sh- the, the shadow is probably just the cognitive because we've also seen when Kaladin appears, um, like when, when he's flying in the, in the chasms, uh, in... I think words of radiance. Yeah, mm-hmm. when he's experimenting we with powers. We also get the same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We like he kind of peeks into Shades Mar a little bit, and mm-hmm. and he I think also notes that the shadows go the wrong way. So this is this is probably just an artifact of like Yasna being closer to to Shades Mar at yeah. that moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I I do agree. So I think I know where the Sia Amians are actually from. <laughs> oh, whoa, dang! All right, let's go. <laughs> let's go. Okay. Let's hit all gas, no brakes. Let's go. We don't need rails where we're going. And I'm. Th- this is 100 not actually the is case. Is it gonna be it's- Vax? No. <laughs> so we have strong indications, or there's. A strong theory going around that, like the Sia Amians, like interbred with humans, which resulted in the Natan. Yep. Okay. The Natan have a cultural story about why they are blue, <laughs> which is the Queen Saw had relations with the moon Nomon. The Sia are from the moon? Oh, they're from the moon. The Sia are from the moon. <laughs> sure. They're both they're blue. Not. It makes sense. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, just wait till the green ones and the red ones start showing up. <laughs> the, it, six. Ah, so like we have third light, we will have third ambience. Easy. Mm-hmm. Uh, they'll be different colors. Sure, yeah. Maybe, maybe the sleepless in their natural form is one of the colors of. The- <laughs> this is so stupid. <laughs> so, so we have, so we have the the sia, and we have. The DCA. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
And yep. so we're just waiting for the Triceon aliens. <laughs> oh, that's a, okay. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, you know what those are? I, I got it. They're Dawn Shards. <laughs> Easy. Sure. Easy. <laughs> Nailed it. Oh my god. This is what happens when like we didn't do any prep for this episode. We didn't need prep. We didn't need prep for, for what we were doing. We we're just like talking there was about no Dawn Shards. To be done. We don't know anything. <laughs> but it's just yeah. like, look, we're just we're just we're just doing some hot takes, you know, just what you want for this show, right? Uh on some some stuff we know nothing about and i assume we will learn uh, quite a bit more like going to amia and not instantly dying big improvement my fave i think there's a comment oh go ahead i i wonder how the sleepless are going to be involved because like if they're not on board with this like they're going to be the antagonist I think there's a common theory that somehow Rissens Larkin will give her access or something like yeah. because that's connected with Amia in some mm-hmm. way. So I think we will see a sleepless for sure. Um, uh, what would, do we know about Larkin and Amia? Oh God, they they were thought to have gone extinct. <laughs> Brilliant during this the scouring. They eat in Vassature. Uh, yeah, so they're 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 thought to be native to amia yes they're definitely like okay yeah they are known to be native to amia okay cool uh yeah so 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 that that makes sense right so somebody Mm -hmm. somebody shows up with a dinosaur no no that's not (laughs) a good metaphor um Lopin just enters and he's on a dinosaur (laughs) and they're just like how'd you get that you don't want to know uh just like no i actually do want to know i'd like to do some fan art of Lopin on a dinosaur or a Lopin on a chasm fiend (laughs) or or, here you go chasm fiend nice or uh some lancern um but i know it 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 makes it makes sense that if if risen shows up with this thought to be extinct like signature animal maybe even a sacred animal to Amia, uh, they'll be like, oh, hey, come talk to us. Let us give you the secret lore. I was like, please, I would love that. So I would love The thought I had lore. is, um, so Lopin is probably going to be present. Maybe maybe other knights radiant as well. Um, sure. Okay. Yeah. It, maybe a different Windrunner. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but so so the uh, the back of the of the books the little blurbs on the back of each book, yep. right? is mm-hmm. written from the POV of the sleepless. Yep. Um, and they're, they've obviously are very interested in the Knights radiant. They, they seem to have positive opinions of the Knights radiant. Mm-hmm. I wonder if like the return of the Knights radiant to them is going to be like, uh, if they're going to be more accepting of Knights radiant coming to Aemia. That is a good point. Cause they else. do constantly. They're like, yeah, that's true. It's and it's, and it or, seems like they were allies during the desolation. They were, yeah. They, yes. they may have, they may have been radiance itself, but that has been a point of contention. I think that the back of the books make it clear that they did use surge binding, and so I, I think they could have mm-hmm. bonded, bonded spread in some way. Hmm. But they, they were allies. I mean, Amy was a silver kingdom. <laughs> like, if if they weren't happy with that situation, then that wouldn't have happened. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, like the 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 fact that they were fighting 
with like alongside the radiance during the last desolation. Yep. Many different types of blood. And, and also th- there was a pile like a- of hordlings. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's I mean, right. They, 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 they I mean they could have been with odium though, right? I don't think there's anything that indicates well, that's that true. They necessarily. Yeah. It, yeah. I mean there well, were there I mean, were humans fighting there were humans fighting on odium side as well. We know that. Yeah, right? so, so that, that, that's totally possible. Split. Sure. Yeah. At least the ones that we currently hear about seem to be on, on our side. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they're on the side of Roshar not being destroyed. That makes sounds reasonable. Oh man. The sleepless are so cool, guys. <laughs> sleepless are so really I, cool. I did do a quick search on the Larkin. Mm-hmm. And there is one word of Brandon from the Words of Radiance Seattle sighing, where which is paraphrased, with, mm-hmm. where a hoy matey asks. Oh, are Larkin and Lancerin one and the same? Mm, this is to good. which Brennan re- replies, there's a little bit more than just being one and the same, but in some ways they are. And <sighs> later on in 2019, well, there was an Orm signing where somebody asked, like, can a Larkin become a Lancerin? Which Brennan raffled. I think so. I think we're dealing with like Pokemon evolution thing. Like they they suck in enough <laughs> investiture and grow to a certain size, and then it's like, no, I'm a no. I'm, I, yeah, I, I actually good. really like that that their growth could be uh, related to how much investiture they consume. I mm-hmm. I would be down with that. Yeah. As funny as you explain that, that's solid. Yeah, we know great shells pupate, so like this could be a prepubation Lancerin is what yeah. it is. How fun would it be if Jury like sucked up some more investiture and then like went into a cocoon and then we're like, oh, what's gonna happen? And then like book four or five, he like comes out. Yeah. Cause Chiri Chiri does physically grow after feeding on the illusion that mm-hmm. the the illumination fused head in, in Thalena. Thalena. Why scene. okay, random thought. So that um she obviously Chiri Chiri has had like, I don't know, some quite a good bit of time to like eat some investiture for the last several months or years or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's interesting that she notes him growing significantly in that one moment. Maybe it it's just be... because maybe it's the amount, but I wonder if it's void light. Um, if it or if it's like a diversity of investiture or a like having only like one like food source, like can only get you so far. Like you need like so you need, need storm light, light, you need void light and you need third light. You need breath. Just gotta eat you all that breath. breath. Easy. I, mm. <laughs> I I'm reading the 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 cover synopses, and I I just love these things so much. But uh, in the way of King's one, they're they're just like listing all the people that they're watching, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's just the world can change. Surge binding and shard wielding. Love that word. Never seen that word again in the text. Uh, can return the magic of ancient days can become ours again these four people are key yeah this is so interesting yeah which it, that that could be why um fabrials are from amia is because amians couldn't become knights radiant so they needed fabrials okay yeah sure all right but like what magic of ancient days did they have because it says fabrials but wait but they're saying the magic of ancient days can become ours again. If they, they still have the Fabrials there, right? 
True. Like, they, why they new ones? Okay. Yeah, uh, may, maybe they can't manufacture new ones anymore. Maybe they need like a radiant to help them with that. I, I want to see avians. I mean, I one hundred percent want them to have been radiants in the past. Okay. <laughs> I just, I just thought of that, so I needed to share it. Um. Man, the Way of Kings one is the best. The other ones like actually talk about the plot of the books. <laughs> you know what? You know what's interesting about these that. blurbs? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Among well, many things are. Yes. Notably, they they smell like fortune to me. Because that's that's an awful lot of. Hey, like- we are we are sensing that these people are important. Oh, that's actually that. Yeah, that's actually a really good point. That is that is an interesting like, point. Like normally, n- normally, if I see something like that in a fantasy book, I wouldn't give it much thought because it's like fantasy books are full of prophetic bullshit like that. But prophetic mm-hmm. bullshit is very specific in the cosmere. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, yeah. And like knowing that this is an in-world artifact, like there has to be a mechanic that allows whoever is writing these things or whoever like multiple people, multiple sleepless are writing these things Mm -hmm. to have access to this information. And the kind of vaguely prophetic, loose way that they are referring to the main characters, the -hmm. assassin, the surgeon, the liar, it's very evocative of... Mm -hmm the way I imagine fortune would work. Because like fortune is, I, I don't think fortune is going to give you like names and dates and specifics like that. It will give you almost like vision-like themes impressions. and metaphors and impressions <laughs> and emotions uh, for you to interpret. Yeah. It, it, well, and see, I had just thought that because it says there are four whom we watch. Yep. And I thought that was more mundane watching. Well, like I think, I can, think it is, can. right? Um, they are everywhere. It's like, like they, they can get into places that a the human spy never could. Yeah. And be ignored. So, like, but I... I do like the idea of them supplementing that with fortune. To help them find who they should spy on, maybe. Yes. And and, and not only that, but like as of the way of kings, if they are watching, I, I can I can buy that they are just watching a large number of people and they just kind of randomly stumble on, hey, these four look promising. Like they, mm-hmm. they seem like they can be more than they are, but mm-hmm. essentially hinging all of their hopes of acquiring whatever magic they've lost on just potential. They could maybe yeah. sense Spren, right? They could maybe do that. Yeah. Well, it's like they would know the the signs of someone beginning. Yeah, yeah they would. <laughs> they would like, know that. Yes. They, so it's like they might just like have this vast network of hordlings, like just watching people, like trying to pick up on like, okay, let's like, this might be a radiant. Like, let's send some more like 
do more on screen intense research yeah. watching it's like okay like yes we can see like they're definitely mm-hmm. have a nascent nahail bond we will continue to watch them yep but like there there is still a part of them mm-hmm. that seems vaguely fortunate because it's like at the mm-hmm. way of kings once like one of them may redeem us and one of them will destroy us right like mm-hmm. especially because like it seems like it's set like during the time of the book, right? Uh, yes. So yeah. like that—that's mm-hmm. that. Sure, that could be supposition that they're like looking at Zeth and being like, "Wow, that guy's not doing like that is not going to go well." And you know, they wouldn't be wrong, right? That—that's pretty <laughs> solid. Uh, but I—I I could see some vague fortuneish, and also the I—I I forgot this about the Oathbringer one because I still haven't read this one as much, but it does say we may. Soon hold surges again, for radiance has returned to some and shines towards others. So, what does holding oh, surges mean for them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe they were squires, and, and they're like, and the whole thing with the Oathbringer one, they're like, "Yo, Dalinar needs to not know the secret of the Recreants." So, like that—that's that, what the back of that one is saying, mm-hmm. basically. Uh, so they they know that that is bad news, which makes mm-hmm. sense considering that they feel like the Knights Radiant turned against them in particular in the way of King's One. Mm-hmm. Maybe I should just briefly say, in case you're new, uh, that the back of the Stormlight books, at least in the U.S. editions, have like these these snippets from uh, mysterious people. Mm-hmm. Those people are aliens. They're sleepless, and they they mm-hmm. they are bugs. Uh, you can read Edge Dancer to learn about them, and uh, yep. they they do indeed watch people, uh, and they've presumably They're been creepers. around for a long ass time. You know, I was just looking. I was just looking at the, that scene in in Edge Dancer where he left, talks to Arklo. Oh, um, he does fun. outright say we were allies with the Radiance. Yeah, uh, in the past, so I forgot he doesn't that say that they were Radiance, but they held surges at some point in some form, apparently. Um, I want to take us back to Dawn Shards. Yeah, why don't we do that? Yeah, we got kind of far afield. Yeah, you know uh, what's up? I mean, obviously, obviously, Amians are going to be very intrinsically tied to Dawn Shards. Yeah, yeah. So that's mm-hmm. fine. But I do want to talk about the um, the Yasna notes section in the sure. Way of Kings. Yep. Okay. Um, where the poem of Ista. Right. Says taking the shard known to bind any creature voidish or mortal. Yep. He crawled up the steps, crafted for heralds, ten strides telepies towards the grand temple above. And two things, maybe two and a half things, are very notable to me here. Uh one of them obviously, the Don Shard known to bind any creature voidish or mortal. Mm-hmm. Uh and then also some grand temple. Uh, on top of something. It's Fever Stone there Keep. Are... <laughs> sure, it's not Fever Stone Keep. Mm-hmm. Uh, unless it is. Um, it could be. There are different possible meanings for bind in this context. Uh, we could be looking at Dawn Shards as essentially prisons for for stuff. Um, I feel like the idea that the Dawn Shards are perfect gems, or maybe they are the perfect gems, or maybe they are specific perfect gems, 
-hmm. has been brought up in the past. Uh, and so maybe, maybe in that context, you can bind a creature inside uh, one of these the same way you would like, sure, right. imprison a sprint or an right. animate or whatever. Mm -hmm. but, but the other meaning of bind, which is more interesting to me, is more like or like bond forging a nile bond or something mm -hmm. or or yeah or some kind of like connection some kind of a bond um and it's especially interesting that it is it is specified that it's any creature voidish or, or mortal, mortal. <laughs> which so so it's it's super important to know the like the source of this thing, right? Because a mm -hmm. human saying voidish creature might mean a different thing than a singer. That's a good point. That's a good point. Saying, saying voidish creature. Now, this being said, the rest of the poem talks about uh, heralds. heralds in a very like religious connotation. Yeah. So mm -hmm. I'm inclined to say that the author of this thing is human. I I agree because the heralds. I, I think it has to be human. Yeah, because anything written by the singers would have been in the Don Chant, which they could not have translated. That's a good. That, that's a great point. I mean, you, unless you have like copies and translations mm. and things like that. But like, if they didn't have a copy of like the Eyeless Delay. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Like, like that it, they, is, breaking that was so hard to do. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Sure. Either way, let, let's assume it was human. Good point to bring up though because voidish is like so, oh, what does that mean <laughs> and so dawn shards could bind any creature voidish <laughs> which let's say of odium uh maybe fused maybe void spren sure and then i feel like mortal has to mean like either either human or human and singer yeah i'm just imagining the lamest spren bond of calden bonding like tn it's like ah oh, don shards you can do that <laughs> the crappiest <laughs> not all bond ever <laughs> i don't know i don't think so that's I'm, what that I'm, means I'm, but no but i'm but i'm very interested in what it what it does mean mm -hmm. or mortal unless it means that you could trap a mortal in a gem yeah, and like if we go that route, we we've, we've speculated along that uh, at at some point in the past ten years. <laughs> um, it's interesting to me I, that there's so many. In, go ahead and finish your thought first. Uh, I was gonna say that I wonder, like, th the word shard is sometimes yeah. frustrating. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it is <laughs> very <Shard>. frustrating. <laughs> um. But I, I, I feel like it would be even more frustrating if there was a third meaning, right? So <laughs> when, when we're talking about Don Shards, please no. We're probably not talking about the Don Shards of Aiden Elzium. That's probably, probably not the context. Not. Yeah, okay. Um, so we could Aiden Elzium was actually split into 17, shards. and the seventeenth one fractured into the Dawn shards. <laughs> the the other shards we don't know about; those are the Dawn shards. Easy, <laughs> just collectively. Um, 
we could be talking about the Dawn Shards in the same way we talk about Shard Blade and Plate mm-hmm. yeah. as shards. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so maybe we are looking at uh, something like some magical artifacts akin to the other blades. And in fact, in another excerpt from yep. The Way of Kings, yep. uh, Shalan says, Shalan references both the Dawn Shards and the other blades as like mythological treasures that are not the same. Mm-hmm. Important to know, Dawn Shards are not Honor Blades. Probably. Mm, probably. Um, but like, what if there was... Well, they can't be. And, yeah. and, and like, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say this is accurate, but what if there was like Honor Plate, right? Or, or some, some mm-hmm. other artifacts on the same power level as Honor Blades, or even more. Mm-hmm. Um... That's like a shard of honor's soul or something. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I um, ooh, I have an even better hot take. Okay. Mm. Dawn shard? Well, I mean, if they were they were on Ashen, right? Like that's the thing that yes, I they were. I don't get, yeah. right? Like probably. Uh like the, yeah, so I was the, gonna the, say I was yeah. gonna say it's interesting that there's so many different like like little interpretations, like I read this passage and oh, this makes sense for maybe what the Dawn Shards could be. But then there's like another one over here that like make sense and they're like incompatible with each other because like this whole like idea of binding some creature voidish or mortal but then at the same time we know we highly suspect that the dawn shards were involved with the destruction of ashen so like it's hard for me to understand how oh my thing that can just bind things like that was responsible for the destruction of a planet is like Mm -hmm. that's a big that's a big step from one to the other (laughs) that's that's Um, true so it's frustrating that there's like so many like little ideas that work and then you try and like combine them into one big picture and it's hard to it's hard to put it all the pieces i together. was almost wondering we we really don't know the situation on ashen with odium and honor right or or and cultivation right we have no, no. clue the sequence like the the humans brought odium to roshar right whatever that means yes. so here's my idea that's probably wrong. Maybe Dawn Shards are like shards of Odium's soul that they grabbed in Ashen. If like Odium, you so the unmade in in the same way that the other <laughs> well, the other I mean, are... yeah, yeah, like uh, parts of Honor's soul. Yeah, you have a you have a valid point there, Ian. You have a va- very valid point. Um. Uh, but then the unmade were like they were made and then unmade. So I mean, I guess he put a piece of himself into them. I don't know. Yeah. I I don't know if Odium was on Ashen with the humans. I yeah. know the humans came to yeah, Roshar, yeah. yeah, and that Odium followed them. Right. Exactly. I don't think Odium came with them. If that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Right. Sure. Yeah, I, it it could have, have no been, idea. it could have been more that his attention followed them. You're right, something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or, or that he followed after them. It's like they came first, and then he showed up. It's like, hey guys, how's it going? You should. I am your god. Like, in here. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, I want to talk about like the the new interlude. I feel like has some commentary on this. But, but maybe we don't want to go into that. I would say we should not 
spoil that new thing that just came out. Uh, Because I think people don't, some people really do not want to read those things ahead of time. Mm -hmm. Um, But you can look at our previous episode. So I I do have one more thing. Go for it. One more theory about the Dawn Shards. Okay. Is that originally the Dawn Shards were created by Adenalsium and given to the Ash Knights for whatever reason. Mm. And that like after like Adenalsium's death, like Adenalsium could no longer like temper the power of those Dawn Shards. And so they destroyed their planet. And then they 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 fled to Roshar and Odium showed up. And Odium found these Dawn Shards. It's like, ooh, you're interesting. I am going to make you mine and made unmade them into the unmade. I've always been under the impression that the Ashenites moved to Ashen after the shattering. I don't think we know. We, yeah, yeah, I we guess don't. we don't. And here's the thing that I'm thinking about, just like the, the prefix dawn on the things, right? Mm-hmm. It's often just like very early singer associated to me, right? Like Dawn Chant, Dawn Singer, Dawn Cities. It, I, I'm thinking that the Dawn Cities were presumably the ancient singer cities, right? I don't think we know. We don't. When the, yeah. I think it just means old. It, it, it could. I, I agree. It's just interesting that those things are related to singers, but then these Dawn Shards are on Ashen and then they came to Roshar. Like, it, it's... Mm-hmm. There's... A lot of weirdness, you know? Well, so that is kind of my interpretation of it, too, is that Dawn is just like some like more modern term for like these ancient things we don't understand. That said, yeah. Honor calls them the Dawn Shards. And so the, st- the, the term is at least that old. It at least dates to back when they knew the truth of the past. Yeah, Honor yeah. and the Stormfather. Yeah, because yeah, like in like I doubt they were called Dawn Shards on Ashen. Just like sure, I don't think right. the singers refer to their language as the Don Shan or sure, the Don Cities. I, I agree Don. with that. Yes, I, I, I do, I do uh, solidly uh, agree with that take. Yeah, I, I, I think it's like post um, Aheritium, like terminology for these ancient things. That this is what humans are calling it. So that's what Honor called them. So like the humans knew what he was talking about to a certain extent. Yeah, that's okay. Sure. It's 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 it's, it's interesting. Oh, I'm so mm-hmm. excited. I'm, I I learning anything about the Dawn Shard, it might be like a third thing mm-hmm. that like we're like, I don't know how this fits together at all, but like it's really cool that we know it. Mm-hmm. Um binding the things. How do you bind mortal things? That's just reminding me of how like Odium bonded with Amaram's forces at the end of Oathbringer, which is still super weird, by the way. Like, that is a really weird thing. It's like, you bond humans? That's weird. It's like, didn't you do that, like, a billion years ago? Not a billion, but thousands of years ago? But Fuse didn't seem to notice. uh, No, apparently it's something new that he's he's figured out how to do. Yeah, yeah. It's just like... With the human army, work. it almost it almost seemed like possession there. Yeah, yeah. 
it happens yeah. through uh, maybe maybe gallery. not position maybe yes. hmm? yeah it, the thrill it happens was through the thrill right so maybe it's just the fact that the thrill has like had four and a half millennia to like be around humans and now it like i don't know gets into them better than it used to yeah i guess maybe something like that because it because it's also similar to how um to how singers change when they assume a form of power like they don't become possessed they don't become mind controlled right but their psychology changes according to the sure. to the form because presumably odium's investiture in the form of a void spren is like now integrated in their in their spirit web right yeah sure right yeah I just still, so we could be looking yeah. at a similar thing where like Odium gets essentially his tendrils in in Amaram's soldiers mm-hmm. and just... can't mind control them, but like it, it, it's 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 almost like the the kind of mind control that emotional allomancy gives uh, mm-hmm. an allomancer over the coloss yeah, or sure. right. uh, the conjure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I just still don't like. Once we know what's going on with human void bringers and void binders and crap, like we will understand a lot more on this. Yeah, it's, it's, it just I don't understand right now. So, it, like we know that any amount of investiture does affect your personality. Yep. To an extent. Yep. Yep. So it could just be like, and it's like what Odium did could not have worked on anyone. It is like those people were specifically not prepared but like they're suited for what was done like maybe like some i mean he said he's been working on them yeah okay yeah so they they were prepared so it's just like so like that preparation got them to a point like and then like he injected some investiture like that kicked them over to some threshold that that turned them twisted their personality enough that they they became the people who would do those things if that makes sense sure right i again i just don't know how this relates with uh all the voidish stuff the human void bringers uh like with the don shards voidish binding voidish stuff or mortal stuff and just like binding mortals like that that's kind of what that evokes Mm -hmm. I kind of lost track why we were talking about this for a second. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was actually wondering that too. Uh, yeah. but no, it's it's binding is is really weird, right? Because because normally you would use binding as a as a like a restraining type of thing, mm-hmm. not as forming a bond. You know what's really interesting about that bonding voidish or mortal sentence? It's like we're interpreting voidish to kind of refer to like void spread, right? Yeah, but it's talking Podium. about mortals, yeah. but not talking about the standard spren. Is that weird? Like you, because like honor spren oh. are not mortal, but they are not voidish, yeah. and so like that's Correct. just a really interesting thing that they're just not talking about the regular old true spren that we see. Is that could weird? Be, so, so if it's humans, it could be specifically like, oh, we use these to fight the bad guys, whether sure. they be magical voidish or whether they're just like plain old singers right so they're okay they're sure excluding okay, the, sure the good guys yeah okay that that that's Cause, a reason heralds would also not be voidish or mortal and they're not yeah sure really sure covered. 
Yeah, uh, that that makes more sense. I like that interpretation than anything oh. I've ever thought of. I wanna, I wanna throw another wrench into the whole oh, thing. Great, let's go. This would be Take a shorter episode, shard. guys. <laughs> we need rails. No. Taking the Dawn Shard, known to bind any creature of Voidish or Mortal. <laughs> Not implied that all Dawn Shards have this property. Yep. Oh, taking that specific Dawn Shard. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, agree. Yeah. I, I yeah. agree. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, okay. Because like adhesion Dawn Shard. It's the adhesion. Sure, sure. That, that's true, though. But, like, could the adhesion Dawn Shard destroy Ashen? Uh, the Stormfather refers to Dawn Shards plural, as we read. Yep. Yep. And he does refer to them as weapons. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, which is which is a little bit interesting, because, like, if if the Dawn Shards were so, like, you wouldn't call the Shards of Adonalsium a weapon necessarily. Uh, they can certainly sure. be used in in that context, but. You can do so much more with them. Right. Correct. Mm-hmm. And so for is it the Stormfather or Honor? I think it's the Stormfather. Both Honor and the Stormfather refer to plural uh Dawn Shards. Uh well, I was well, like so that? so the Stormfather calls them ancient weapons. Sure, right. Yes. Um, yes. So that I think limits their abilities in like in breath yeah I, they're definitely like more like honor blades than shards of aiden Elsium, right like i definitely yeah. uh, agree with that you're not going to like pick up a dawn shard and become the dawn shard right like that that's not how that well, works right well, no I'm, I'm saying like you're not going to pick up a dawn shard and like build a city because you don't use weapons to build a city. Uh, technically, you can because Yada was cut out of the ground using. Yeah, sharp it's blades. like your yes, sharp blades can yes, be used for for can. things. So, yes and no. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. like if you imagine that, like one of the dawn shards, like was able to vibrate like that somatically right like it's mm-hmm. it's like really good at like a certain vibration that that could somehow coalesce yeah. a thing or break the shattered planes right like i mm-hmm. yeah i wondered if the shattered planes were uh created with the destruction of a dawn shard the other day hmm. yeah like i wondered if they were like just trying to destroy them and one of like they did it wrong with one of them <laughs> yeah and it blew up <laughs> there was sucks to a be signed book from like ages and ages and uh-huh. ages ago where brandon like wrote on the map with like an arrow to the shattered planes saying like great magic was released here yeah which yeah totally makes sense which like the destruction of a dawn shard presumably would release yeah. a vast amount of investiture this was tied to my like thinking of like maybe they hid one and honor knows they're destroyed so like maybe mm-hmm. one of them i don't know yeah for some reason, I, I had the hot take earlier that I was like, maybe Honor died there, but like that doesn't make sense because Stormseat had to be destroyed prior to the record. Right, yeah. Right? So yes. it, it has to be. So it, it's in the wrong order. Mm-hmm. 
I, I do really like the idea that the Dawn shards are tied to the surges in some way. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm the more, the more I think about it, the more I like that idea that maybe there's like a Dawn shard per surge and, and they like, sure. Give okay. you just insane control and power over that surge. And, and that's so why the storm is the way into surge binding. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and so like, that so we know that ashen was obviously was destroyed right but part of that destruction was this apocalyptic like molten rivers of lava and yeah. uh gravity is now all weird there all of these could be in line with like extreme use of gravitation of right. yep. division of yeah. cohesion mm-hmm. yeah right i agree and and so with with all of uh, so th- there's something i want to talk about that is in the interlude that was part of the most recent newsletter mm-hmm. so yeah what, why don't we do like a big spoiler yeah, yeah, maybe yeah. we can go into wob mode yeah yeah and then yeah just put a spoiler in there oh uh, yeah sure yeah sure that and that so works. people can just yeah, People sure. People can mute yeah, yeah, the yeah. video That's a good until idea. that goes away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So mm-hmm. we're we're going to talk about Rhythm of War spoiler, uh, at least spoilers. for the interlude that was discussed uh, last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you'll be able to skip ahead. So let, let's blab about this, and then maybe we'll call it good uh, for this episode. Yeah. Um, all right. Lead us in with uh, this. Okay. So... If so, l- last we talked about if the Dawn shards are like the other blades, and the other blades grant surges, and we are, or at least I'm exploring the idea that the Dawn shards grant surges in a similar way, or maybe they like super supercharge surges. Sure. So still tells Dalinar, mm-hmm. a bondsmith <laughs> bound other surges and brought humans to Roshar, fleeing their dying world. Okay, so bound other surges being the the interesting Mm -hmm, thing yeah Mm -hmm. so what if what if while the humans were still on ashen still in the tranquiline halls okay the surges were kind of wild untamed unbound like you could do essentially whatever you wanted with 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 these powers uh, maybe limited only by like your own skill and your own mental sure, fortitude okay. and whatever. And the dawn shards, which we we know existed there, supercharged your abilities to the point where individuals could literally destroy the world, and they did. <laughs> and so, when the humans escaped or were escaping to Rashar, what if? Assuming this bondsmith that Sil talks about is Ishar, what if Ishar bound the surges in some way to like essentially handicap them? Maybe, maybe like he bound them in the other blades, which is an idea that I've seen in some way. Um, and so, like, as long as the other <laughs> blades exist, they like limit. <laughs> Cool. 
Oh, just Ian was shaking his head. It was really funny. Yeah, yeah, I know. Uh, it was just mildly distracting, and so I couldn't finish my thought. Oh, sorry. I stopped, and then you continued not to speak. <sighs> so what if the creation of the Underblades uh, inter- interfered or, like, was instrumental in that in some way? What if... So I, I'm like there with you for a lot of it. I don't think the Bondsmith, presumably a Shar, right? Like what other Bondsmith would yeah. be around that time, pre all that crap, right? Unless we get them like out of left field. Yeah, Who knows five. what the magic on Ashen was like? But what if Ishar made the Dawn shards? I think that that's I a lot more uh, would make more sense. And like, like binding the surges, like the result of that was the Dawn shards in some way. Oh, right. Because so I, I think pre- the honor blades came from honor, right? Yes, one hundred percent honor okay, blades okay, okay, came okay. from honor. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah, that makes a lot more sense. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and so the sur- the surges were wild and uncapped and unlimited and so things were bad and so Ishar was like okay no hold up we'll, we'll put these surges in boxes and so only the person with the box can wreak havoc and then the people with the boxes wrecked havoc don't which, open the box okay in line which would be in line uh with you know using using the dawn shards to uh destroy ashen mm-hmm. <laughs> Found other searches. <laughs> like, yeah, we I could, don't even know what that means. We could, we could literally. I know we did this literally last week with uh, Grace, uh, Danielle, and Marvin. But we could do like an episode every week until Rhythm of War came out and be like, "What is this paragraph?" <laughs> <laughs> Just have different people. It's like, David, what do you think of this paragraph? This is the entire show. <laughs> And I, I'm just so bothered by the fact that it's other surges. It is weird. Like, yeah. Maybe like, presumably that means he used one surge to bind the others. What? Oh, I mean, that, maybe I have, I have a hot take. It, it's a stupid hot take. What if he bonded the void surges on the void binding chart? Oh. <laughs> Because nothing says, you know, this conversation of Dawn Shards needs void binding in it. Yikes. You know, this thing we don't know anything about. What if we. What if let's, we let's mix in truth. Let's do thing we don't. Mm-hmm. Um, well, no, that, that wouldn't work because presumably they are the same surges. They just express differently. Like, Maybe. Gravitation. Maybe. Gravitation. Presumably. They they look different um, on the chart, so I don't know. The glyphs are the same. They're slightly different. They're, I mean, they're not not they're the big twi- ones. The, 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 well, the small, the, like the surge winds are. It's the same. Oh, like, oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. It's got yeah. rotational symmetry instead of yeah. right, 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 yeah, right, right. Symmetry. yeah. See, they're different. Mm-hmm. And you know what else is round? Ashen. <laughs> of course, nailed <laughs> it. Um. <laughs> But I mean, unless unless we have more more thoughts on this, we can probably exit the spoiler. Yeah, like area. I, I I think that point is really good, and I I do like the idea that maybe like this Bondsmith, presumably a Shar, uh, like mm-hmm. made Dawn shards or something. 
what if the transformation the transformation <laughs> don shard is isn't amia transformation why because that's where soul casters oh, oh sure okay that they uh they somehow like reverse engineered the transformation don shard into soul casters or maybe or, used it to create soul casters so it's not a it's not a a thing that allows you to use the surge it's a it's a thing that allows you to like make other things use the surge well i think it could do both possibly or both. it could be yeah it could be both <laughs> why not or both? or or <laughs> why not both <laughs> or or maybe you have to be able to use the surge to begin with and then once you have access to the don shard it's like getting an access to a shard like the things you can do with the power become so much more it it almost feels like let, let's exit the spoiler section because we're rambling but mm-hmm. <laughs> the it just reminds me almost of the bands of mourning in a sense like you get these powers but it's ultra like super powerful version mm-hmm. of those abilities in a sense i don't think like y- you can like well, maybe you could expend the dawn chart i don't know we don't know but uh it it just reminds me that like hey using the bands it was all the powers and it was super awesome and maybe like the dawn chart just lets you super powerful transformation Mm -hmm. sequence (laughs) possibly this is mind-boggling just to think about (laughs) look you know what we need (laughs) You know, listeners, you know what we need? We need to read this novella because yeah. what the hell is like, we have no idea. We're just like, hey, you know that mentioned that thing that's mentioned like three times? Yeah, let's talk for over an hour about it. Let's go. Let's 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 get back on rails. Do you, do you have any final thoughts on Don Shard, the novella? Uh, we didn't we didn't talk much about Risen and I, there's not much no, to say didn't. about her. Um, Look, you expect a lore with this title. I'm, I'm like, excited to. Lore. I'm excited to see. I don't know. I'm excited to see her again. She's a fun character. So, I am yeah, very but, interested to see how that will progress with her uh, disability and stuff. She's got a ship. Maybe she sails. Maybe maybe she, she uh, sails her ship like into the under- underground caverns. Like they're big. Yeah, enough yeah. To, like, we didn't even talk about the you. underground caverns and Avium. <laughs> the undersea caverns. Oh, sorry. Are, oh well. The undersea caverns I mean, of Avium. A- a- Amia, not idiom. <laughs> Look, there are caverns Words. there too. Risen is going to invent the submarine mm. and explore sure. the undersea sure. caverns. Yeah, they turned Wandersail into a submarine. Sure, in the last year, and that's where the Dunchard is in the caverns. And and she, yeah. she's gonna find that Will Shaper who went there. Yeah, to he's been there this whole time. <laughs> I, I. Technically, I think that is true because I think they're going to find bones. <laughs> I mm, that's that's a good point. That's a good point. Uh I am excited to see Marissa. Uh I definitely think we should probably do an episode on like Rissen, but we we kind of have a narrow time frame of uh the release of this novella and till uh, Rhythm of War and uh it, I it, yeah. It'll be more fun to talk about her when we have the the book to see where it, what develops further are you saying we shouldn't do random speculation on a character <sighs> like we did on this entire show that's next week's episode where we just speculate about Rissen the entire time no we're not gonna do that 
Evgeny, any final thoughts? Obviously, looking forward to to getting all all the juicy stuff, and and see whether there's whether whether we cracked what gun shards are. <laughs> Look, we put so on, much like, on the dartboard. What something could probably yeah, really. be right. <laughs> <laughs> it's like they're super surgeons. There's yeah, sure, whatever. After, I'm, I'm after it's released, oh, we positive. totally got this theory correct. <laughs> it was <laughs> definitely <laughs> one of like, the yeah, because you guessed literally every possible thing. <laughs> the super I mean, surges that's who became unmade. Easy. They were made by, you know. I am, I am throwing my hat in the ring and saying it's not going to be unmade. It will be this I thing that unmade. we talked about in the spoiler period. But Diagonarthus could be the villain. He could be there. Yeah, I I was I'm just not thinking about that because that's the fifth thing we don't know anything about. <laughs> <laughs> uh, isn't I would just say the I would pusher? like it to be. What? Uh, yeah, uh, Diagonarthus. The the one thing we know. L- let me hurt. Let me no longer hurt. Let me no longer weep. Diagonarthus, the black fisher, holds my sorrow and consumes it. There we go. He's a fisher. Oh! And he fishes in the Undersea Caverns of Avia. Done. Yikes. Uh, My last comment will be, I don't know if uh, unmade Don Shards are actually going to be the happen, but I would be happy if they did. So, I am not staking anything on it. But I will claim credit if they do. But the novella doesn't need rails because it's on a boat. Yeah, it's true. That's that's a science fact. It it's how boats work. <laughs> it's true. Uh I'm super excited for Don Shard. I cannot wait to do uh an mm-hmm. episode on that uh when that comes out. So that will be really, really, really exciting. Uh so yeah. uh, I hope you are too. Hopefully this was interesting i don't know it was certainly an episode um and let's go on and do who's that cosmere character this character is from roshar menace tia tom raise void in drag on a horse it's time for who's that cosmere character call Cheery, cheery. Y- you know, this, this episode wasn't quite as bonusy as I thought it would be. <laughs> no. In retrospect. Maybe Sorry, we should Alex. re-record the intro. Feather will love that. Uh. <laughs> no, I think you should make a comment on the outro thing. Like, okay. this... Yeah, sure. That's good. Yeah, that, that's, that's, that's funnier. Thanks for yeah, watching yeah. Shardcast. <laughs> definitely not. <laughs> not less... a, definitely not a bonus cast. Yeah. <laughs> Feather, you should do something put something on screen during the intro making fun of Eric Lull. for calling it a bonus cast. It, it, just like put the overall length of the episode lol th- an episode this long isn't a bonus. <laughs> Easy. Alright. Welcome to Is That Cosmic Character? The game where you send in five clues in a character to WTCC at 17shard.com and these guys will need to guess who's that Cosmere character. So, let's go. 
So this one is sent by Parker Eggleson, and they say uh, uh, that they really like uh, the episodes and mentioned that in the more spiritual mumbo jumbo episodes, I have to do independent research to know what you're talking about. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> this. On, on the copper mine, hopefully. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's, uh, yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah. So we're, we're, we're trying is- to do better to actually explain things. So. Uh, all right. So, clue one. This character wears a funny hat. Vistim. No, it's not Vistim. Oh, wait a minute. The, the email also says, have fun off the rails. We did, thanks. <laughs> we did do that. <laughs> Barely even touched the rails this episode no there were no rails to begin with no we were like oh rails nope i'm going to say odium because (laughs) technically a crown Uh, could be a funny hat what is a hat no it's not odium oh gosh uh aspect of odium's hat (laughs) is it sill it is sill no <laughs> it we, is, we may have, is is yeah. is is one of the clues this character has siblings no okay yeah uh oh okay, no because we've had yeah no we previous have yeah who's that cosmic character yeah 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 mm-hmm. uh she she wear sil wears a hat in uh in the shades sequence i think in oh, celebrant right. i think okay in uh, celebrant yep and uh, the clue, the other clues are: this character changes their appearance often. This character is defying their parent. This character is not human. This character died for a bit, but she's fine now. <laughs> <laughs> she got better. She got better. She got better. All right. Woo. This is this is dangerous that the answer was at the top of this email. That that's always super dangerous. <laughs> I was like, this one sent in by wait, that's the character's name. <laughs> Not... <laughs> All right. This one was sent in by Hakadon. I probably didn't pronounce that right at all. That's fine. Clue one. This character was a father. Was a father. Uh, yeah. The the I'm just going to read these as is, but some have is, and some some are past tense, and some are present tense, so I, I don't know. I wouldn't look into that very much. King King Iodon. No, it is not King Iodon. I was actually going to guess the same one. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Um, <laughs> uh, King Evantail. There we go. No, it is not King Avateo. I am going to guess William Montaigne. No. Who is Silence's dead husband. It is not that person. Clue two. All right, I'm just going to read it as is. He was pierced with metal. Hmm. Spook. No. I guess he did have a lot of children. He had a lot That's of kids. True. A lot. I was like, wait, he wasn't a father. Oh, yes, he was. He was. Oh, yes, he was. <laughs> um, 
That's misleading. It's definitely not Mistborn. Yeah, I'm not falling for the <laughs> Mistborn bait. No. I couldn't help but. But what if it is? <laughs> but I think Spook's a good guess. Uh. Is it the Tanalan Senior? Uh, it is not Tanalan Senior. What's up, Ian? Is it the survivorist priest that was supposed to marry Wax and Steris? No, I like that. I think he died by being pierced by Biddle. Was uh, that the was he the one who died in Shadows of Self? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, he was the one Paul murdered. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, because like the, the clue was like you're fu- gonna kill your father. They thought it was Darius' yeah, yeah, actual yeah. father. Right, but, right, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Clever. Yep. But it was a priestly father type of thing. Mm-hmm. All right, clue three. He was a nobleman. Benrod. No. Draft. Wait, who? Draft. <laughs> oh. It, it just sounded like a D, and I was like, wait, what? Who's Draft? Was, oh, Straff Venture? Yes, no, it's not him. Okay. It almost sounded he like Draft. He was sliced by metal. Yeah, yeah, you yeah know. he was pierced. <laughs> what does it mean to be pierced, really? It's like, if you're chopped in half, are you pierced with metal? I mean, it's probably I metal shavings. I those are different damage types in D&D. Yeah, yeah, and that's you know. definitely yeah. slashing damage. That's that slashing damage. <laughs> Is Although, it, uh, if you are getting sliced in half, there is probably a brief moment during which Ruin can talk to you. <laughs> well, if it's in the right spot. It has to be in the right yeah, spot. Yeah, it has to hit a bind point, I think. Yeah. That's kind of the problem. Works. Yeah, so I, I would say no. It said nobleman? It said he was a nobleman. Father, nobleman, pierced by metal. Still afraid of going Mistborn. Yeah, that's a bait. <sighs> I I gave in briefly with the Penrod <laughs> guess. Dalinar. It's not Dalinar. Clear four. He is from Cell. Ha. Hmm. Huh. I found your initial guesses very amusing given this clue. Yeah, yeah we, we were so right on the right track. <laughs> How'd you even do that? That's some fortune or connection crap right there. Dang, I don't know um, names well enough. Uncle Kayain. No. I'll accept a detailed description, Joff. I'm a kind and generous host of this show. Pierced by metal. And was a father. And was a nobleman. Is it Raiden? It's not Raiden. Do you have kids? Does Hope of Elantris... Al- She's uh, she's pregnant during mm, Hope of Elantris. He's gonna have kids. Um, He will have had kids at some point. (laughs) Did all three of of you guess? No, I didn't guess. Um, um, There's there can't be very many options. I'm just terrible at remembering all the their whole her whole like posse's names. I can I can give you one if you want to split a point. It's the uh I can't like even think how to describe him well enough to 
I want to guess the, uh, <laughs> uh, there, there's two guys that are like always like, they're like rivals with each other. And one of them betrays the other. Mm. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I'm like struggling to remember more details. I don't that. think I read that description like would few months ago. Uh, it suffices. I'm afraid because so, that's two different people. Uh, yeah, I hope you guys out. Well, it's. I, I mean, yeah. yeah. No, go ahead. Well, I might, maybe I'll think of it. Uh, no. I can give you the name of one of them because I don't remember the other one. I know both of them. Let, yeah, I bet you do. Let me <laughs> guess. Uh, it, this might not even be either of them. Uh, a Hain. It is not a Hain. That is one of them. It mm-hmm. is one of them. Yes, that's true. Clue Dang five. It. He has a purple birthmark on his face. Tell Rai. Yes, it is. That's the other one. Yep. No. I was going to guess Royal. No, the other one was Royal. Oh. Yeah, it wasn't. So it's Hellry. I can never remember. Oh, oh, Ahan and Royal were the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And 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 yeah, and he but yeah, okay. And he betrayed him and then he was shocked when Droyo got killed. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. Uh but Which it is, is the one I was Duke mm-hmm. uh Tellery, I'm not gonna do Aeonic pronunciation. Brandon's not either, so there. Uh but he was the jerk who goes with Hraithen uh and becomes king very briefly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, at the end of a lot Converts to, to shoot Dareth. Yeah. I couldn't remember if he had children or not. He actually does. Uh, Sheor. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the gang leaders. The the female one. Oh, that was, that was his son? Mm-hmm. Well, her. <laughs> yeah, her. Yeah. I read yeah, sure. like, I, I don't remember. Like a few He's months a, ago. The, Earlier the, this year. The crazy girl kid. Mm-hmm. That's 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 her. Cool. Uh, yeah. That was pretty, I, 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 to be honest, I kind of forgot that he was a father too. I was like, hmm, I gotta check that one. I was like, yeah, yeah. That's what it is. All right, folks. This was not quite as much of a bonusy thing as I thought, but we, you know, we didn't we didn't need to prepare for spending for, time with you is always a bonus. Aw, you're sweet. Spending <laughs> time with you, listeners, even though it's a very one sided relationship, uh, with you, uh, is also really great. And you know how you can spend more time with us. Fossil17shard.com for all your news, discussion, theories, and fun that you could ever want. You can join us on Discord. Say hi to us. Uh, you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, SoundCloud, YouTube. You can leave us a review on iTunes. If you like our stuff, support us on Patreon. Um, next week, I think we're going to do a dark, uh, our second Dark One episode. We recorded it a while ago, but uh, hasn't gone out because uh, stuff kept happening. Um, how <laughs> stupid. Inconsiderate. Kickstarter. Uh, yeah. So my hair will spontaneously get a lot longer. Yeah. <laughs> Look, in the spiritual realm, the hair is all the same length. Mm-hmm. Um, the perfect length. The perfect length. That yeah, was yeah. not the perfect length. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think most of us have uh, probably too much hair uh, in the current days. Uh, and so that's what we'll do next. And I think we'll probably do Way of Kings Prime sometime in August. Uh, I should probably start reading that, huh? I should also start reading. That. Yeah, we should probably do that. Yeah, maybe um, maybe I'll read that instead of whatever it is I'm reading right now. Yeah, we should do that because it's like 800 pages long. <laughs> oh my god! It it's like three fourths of a Stormlight book. Uh only worse. That's, mm. that's the prose definitely sad. seemed like Mistborny level prose. Like from mm. from the bits I read, it wasn't as awful as I thought it was going to be. 
Okay, well, that's good. At least, like, the, the, the prose itself. Can't comment on the story yet. People but, seem to be enjoying it. I've seen a lot of people enjoying mm-hmm. talking about it. Yeah, I think, I think the disaster zone is that there's just six main characters. Like, that, that probably didn't go super great. Uh, yeah. But... So we'll, we'll do an episode on that because that is a crazy balls version of Roshar uh, that is not canonical. So we'll do that pretty soon. So we will see you all next time. Bye. Don't join us if you want rails. Yeah, we just get on the wander sail and just head off in oh, whatever direction we the, want. The, the wander rail. The wander rail. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> it's because we, we wander away from the rail. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Our shadow goes away from rails rather than towards <laughs> rails. Is, is, is <laughs> Eric, just end this. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Call. <laughs> Wander rail. <laughs> <laughs> 206. I'm so sorry, Feather. Oh, man. Biggest lie of the century that I told Feather. It should be shorter. (laughs) (laughs) It'll be a shorter bonus count. It's okay. We got a little derailed. She charges per minute.